Welcome to Creatives Going Viral. This is an additional emergency episode released as of March 2020, for reasons that you'll hear. Creatives Going Viral. An emergency podcast series for creative freelancers during the COVID-19 pandemic. Here to offer creative freelancers help and hope. Creatives going viral. Welcome to Creatives Going Viral. It's released on the 26th of March 2020. The reason being is that as of the 30th of March, this interview with Paul Taylor Mills will explain how additional funding can be made available for anyone in the theatre industry who's currently struggling. We hope you enjoy it. Okay, so today I'm talking to Paul Taylor Mills, who is the artistic director and creative producer, I think that's, forgive me if that's not your correct title, of the brand new Turbine Theatre in Battersea. Yep, that's exactly right. It makes me sound slightly more interesting and important than I am. So let's keep that one. Um, And so before that, you worked for for, you worked directly for Bill Kenwright. Am I right in thinking that? Um, I still I work with Bill Kenwright. So um, Bill was one of my partners at the Turbine Theatre and him and I have co-produced a lot of shows together. Before I was at the Turbine, I used to uh, be Andrew Lloyd Webber's advisory producer and I ran uh, the other Palace Theatre in Victoria with him for a few years uh, and vowed never to run a theatre again. And here I am in another theatre, <laughs> living my best life down at the Battersea Power Station. <laughs> Fantastic. So obviously we live in extraordinary times at the moment. And one of the things that we are trying to do with this podcast is to keep people updated and to offer people some hope, basically. So first and foremost, I would like to ask you about this fund that you've been, um, I believe, an integral part in setting up. Yeah. So, I mean, like most people, this time last week, which was around the 15th of March, I believe it was, I just woke up with such a heavy heart um, and a fever, uh, as I mentioned to you earlier. I think I definitely (laughs) had it. Um, And I just felt that um, I felt so helpless and that I needed to use my voice um, to do something um, as positive as I could do, because I just got into a bit of a rabbit hole in my head of thinking about all of the people that work with me, for me in theatre on zero hour contracts and freelancers. And essentially, if the shows don't happen and you're not a subsidised theatre and you don't have deep pockets, it's very, very difficult to support those people, irrespective of how much you would like to do it. You just find yourself in a position where you can't do it. And I just felt terrible. And um, I thought I need to do something so that um, I can, you know, do my bit. And I thought, okay, I'm going to set up a Just Giving page. I'm just going to get out there. I'm going to do it. And what I'm going to do is I'm I'm, theatre, the Turbine Theatre is set up as a charity. And I'm going to speak to my board and I'm going to ask them whether they would be happy to essentially spend the time over the next few weeks um, going through um, uh, requests for money uh, and prioritising those people that we believe need help as soon as possible. And the board, I've got a really wonderful board in Cita McIntosh, who runs What's On Stage, Helen Clarkson, who's an agent, 
and Sasha Regan, who runs the Union Theatre, which is a similar size theatre to my own. And they all just said, absolutely go for it. And then I set up a Just Giving page. I used my social media following to kind of get the word out there. And then from that, it kind of organically just started to get a bit of heat. And I noticed that, you know, people, anonymous people were doing £100, £200, £300. And you could see that it was something that was resonating with people and that everybody had this fear that these people were going to be, as in freelancers, were going to get left behind. And then um, I got a message from James Graham, the playwright, who's uh, responsible for things like uh, the quiz. Um, And James just reached out and he said, listen, I've just had a very good TV commission uh, of the quiz, which has been televised. Um, And like you, I just feel absolutely helpless. And I'm in a position at the moment where I wasn't this time last year and I could possibly not be this time next year where I can help and I would like to donate my fee from that commission to your pot. And so, bless him, um, James donated, it will actually be £26,000 by the time it's um, all in. And um, it was 23 originally and then I got an email from him this morning going, it's 26, I've just got an extra three. (laughs) <laughs> and then James being the incredible, again, uh, person that he is, I think his vote of confidence in what we were doing then led to Dennis Kelly on Sunday night. Dennis is obviously, a, again, a, a brilliant playwright who wrote uh, lots of plays for the Royal Court, but also wrote things like Matilda. Um, on Sunday night, someone sent me a message saying, Dennis has just put £10,000 in your just Gosh. giving page. And then so in a week, we're just shy of £50,000. It is. Um, uh, it, it feels so good to know that we're trying to do everything we can. Uh, the reality is, you know, with that, we'll probably be able to get around 170 people, 300 pound quickly. Yeah. But there's there's probably around 700 emails sat there. Yeah. And like I've spoke to the board about a criteria as to how we decide who gets it because there really is no real reason really why one person should get it more than anybody else other than their circumstances. And you also feel very guilty because, because we're not set up to do this kind of thing. You, you think to yourself, well, who am I to say that someone's case is more severe than someone else's? It's yeah. a really impossible, really tricky job. And in the end, we've just come up with a kind of a very loose criteria in order to be able to get as much uh, money to as many people as possible quickly to be able to get us through it. But it's it's real heart-wrenching stuff. You know, I, I have to kind of get a cup of tea and sit down for half an hour and go through them and do as many as I can and then give myself a break because it's not it's not good for your own mental health. And sure. it's uh, it's really, really, really hard. And you know what it's like when you're at home on your own and you're reading this it it feels impossible and I think you know in a rather self-indulgent way I just want to make sure that we will come out of this at some point eventually and I want to make sure that I can put my hand on my heart and say that I did everything I could and I know that sounds incredibly pretentious but I just it maybe it's a selfish thing for me to admit this but I just want to make sure that I don't end up feeling guilty you know that I I do have a voice and people listen and I want to make sure that I use that uh, at a time when it's needed most. Yes. Uh, I, 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 first of all, thank you. Thank you for doing this. Um, I speak, I speak to you as a, as a, a freelancer. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, so I understand exactly what this is like, obviously. Um, yeah. And, uh, but also I think there's a very important point to be made here, which is that those 
who feel they can do something um, should do something. Yeah. But it's also important that the people who can't, who just yeah. can't yeah. develop a new project online or they, you know, it, that's all right too. I yeah. think it, yeah. it's very important for us all to forgive ourselves for our abilities relative inabilities, inadequacy, yeah. fear, all yeah. uncertainties, all of those things. I completely um, agree. And it's, you know, it's you, you do what you can. And if yeah. you if you can do more, do more. If you can't, you can't. And no one should feel guilty about anything. It was me. I just got to a point where I was like, I am in that position where I can do something and I must do something. And yes. I and I just got on with it, you know. And I'm a doer. And I'd be honest, I probably in in a classic me way just got on with it. Probably yeah. before realizing the implications of how much <laughs> time this was going to take and the infrastructure that we were going to need in place to be able to deal with this, you know, from my house. But we um. If we don't get on with it, you know, I've always been a bit fearless, then, you know, how will we ever know and how will we support people, right? Totally. Couldn't agree with you more. Um, and I think that that at a time when we're a bit leaderless in terms of it feels like everybody's running around like headless chickens. Yeah. Um, Anybody who has the capacity to lead in whatever, however small um, a way should do it. I mean, bless him, you know, I, let's not even get into politics, but it's... No. You kind of work. You kind of wonder, like, where would you start? There's no good place to start, is there? And like, in this situation, some people say it is about politics, but I don't believe it is. I think it's just about everyone on a human level, yeah. just showing their citizenship. And I'm a true believer that when your back's against the wall and uh, and we're really tested, it's when you really show what kind of person you are. And I think we have to put everything else aside and just get on with it and just do what we can. Whether that, like you said, whether that's, you know, donating to a, a just giving page, whether that's setting one up or whether that's just, you know, when all this is over, going to a small theatre to support them or, you know, going to an independent business and to buy your groceries. It's yeah. it's little things. Again, it goes back to what you were saying, just doing what you, doing what you can yeah. as best as you can. Fast forwarding a little bit. Um, yeah. I don't know about you, but uh, we have literally just opened, um, pretty much the week this kicked off, a little brand new venue, which we instantly had to close. Um, oh, gosh. And, yeah, really. And our venue is completely unfunded. So, that, yeah. you know, this is going to be a very interesting future. So I, for one, am, uh, have been thinking outside the box as far as humanly possible as to what the future might hold and what we can do. Um, and I applaud all of the kind of online creativity that's um, springing up in one way or another it's fantastic but it's also I think would be it would be helpful if the people who have um, successfully established um, theatre in, in, in and around the country particularly not the great big commercial theatres came together at some point with a, some sort of a game plan for how we sort of rise from the ashes of yeah. this yeah well, what's really interesting is I, I have to say, you know, I've never um, I've never really worked with the Arts Council before because the, quite a lot of the work I do is either supported by a commercial partner or um, it just hasn't been appropriate to use them. But I really think they've showed their true power um, and their, their virtues over the past week. And yesterday they announced what they were going to do for both venues that were normally supported. 
yeah. then use the aren't supported and then for individuals and I think that all launches on the 30th of March yes I was I've been and, that closely <laughs> yeah and I it's amazing and I think you know that it's much needed I mean the, the big problem with all of this is none of us were expecting this to have and I know that might have been short-sighted but none of us were expecting this to have the effects that it's really had and so everyone is having to think really quickly yeah. well the problem is to set up these things even even you know me and working out how I use my how I kind of where I put my £50,000, it's hard and it's time consuming and you want to be fair and you want to be thoughtful and make sure there's a process in place to be able to monitor it. And, you know, when the Arts Council, they're talking millions, like I think it's over £250 million. I could have made that number up because it was late when I was looking at it. But, you know, there, there has to be an infrastructure in place. And the problem is we weren't expecting this. So there is yeah. no infrastructure currently in place. And even, you know, the fund, we can't get funds from just giving until next Tuesday. That would have been two weeks after we set it up, which in my opinion is two weeks too late yeah but at least we can get it because of the charity commission and all, all of that and so you know the fact that they have been so um reactive is amazing um and you know i'm trying to f- work out what the positives are out to, to come out of this because i believe after something as dramatic as this happens there has to be some positive in it somewhere i do believe that there is going to be a very different um climate to what we kind of left um yes before this happened you know we were getting into territory i believe and again i don't want to get political but in theater it was very 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 hard to do anything because everybody was always questioning whether you'd done this appropriately whether that was done appropriately whether you'd done this and whether you'd done that which actually was starting to stifle creativity it was certainly with with me and, and my work and even at you know at my small theater i got to a point where i thought you know i can't do that play because that's going to be a hassle because it doesn't have this or it doesn't have that or it has too much of that and it doesn't have this. And actually it meant that some work, which is creative in its own right and important in its own right, was just not happening because people just wanted the easy option. And I think hopefully, I really, really hope that after this, it sets a a new normal and we we start to remember that, you know, what's important, the the way that we should be seeing and viewing work, the, the kind of people... And the kind of stories that we should be telling. Um, and also you know, the fact that it, we are in the entertainment <laughs> business. Exactly. That's and, a very good word. Yes. You know, yeah. and people yeah. need, and I'm yeah. going to boom in well, they need it now. I mean, I don't yeah. know about you, but I'm more than ever loads of terribly funny things on Twitter and because I need to be able to laugh in the midst of all yeah, of this. It's so People important. want to be taken out of themselves and they will oh want to Oh my goodness, it's confused. the first thing I've said I'm doing. I said I'm doing a comedy. I don't care what Thank it you. is, but I'm going to do an old-fashioned French farce with good people, with funny people. Let's make it happen. It's so important. I think you're absolutely right. And that's where we will come into our own again because that's what we have to offer and time and time again throughout history history it's proven that the arts does survive because we are necessary you know that you you'll probably be much more up on what the other kind of funds and so on available to people who find themselves in dire straits are i know equity has set up a hardship fund great Um, i think um the society of london theater which is kind of the governing body that commercial producers are all um attached to have set up a page on their website 
um, which basically lists all of the different charities that are um, currently um, kind of taking submissions, requests, I'm not sure what the right word is, but um, it's got like Acting for Others, which is a kind of umbrella charity, I think. Yes. They've done that quite quickly and it's really, really, really brilliant and I've given them some info on my on my fund. Um, but that's really the go-to page and I think they'll probably just keep that fluid and keep updating it. Well, also, when we think about freelancers in the theatre, we tend to forget all the front of house staff and, uh, you know, the, the crew and the people who drive the sets and make the sets and yeah, all of yeah. that sort of stuff. So I presume that their unions are also um, doing something. Do we know about well, that? I, I don't know much about that yet. I would one would hope so. I mean, the problem is my instinct is if someone was in a job that was at the national or was at kind of one of those subsidised regional houses. Yeah. Then I'd like to think that people are being looked after. Again, you know, they they will only be on contracts with a time limit um, because we work in an industry where most people don't end up in long running shows. You know, they'll be on three to six month contracts, um, and who knows how long this is going to last. Um, but I also think even the West End contracts. I think we're not there yet, but we're very very close to working out a um, a deal for these um, actors, which is similar to I think. 80% of what they would have been paid to try and support yeah. them over this time. Have, have you got any kind of final thoughts as to um, words of wisdom to share with us all? Oh, I don't. That, that's quite a hard <laughs> one, isn't it? Um, it's not really words of wisdom, but I think, I, you know, I've mentioned it. I just, I, I think more than ever now is the time to look after each other. And as I said, you know, I'm trying to work out what the positives to come out of this are. And because I believe, you know, all change invokes something positive and you know I'm calling my mother more so I speak to her once a day and we have a good old 40 minute chat and you know I can't remember the last time we did that you know mm. and um I this is a, a very very terrible thing to admit but I haven't cooked from home in years and I'm suddenly <laughs> like I'm currently chopping my sweet potatoes whilst talking to you oh. and just taking like ownership over what I'm eating and eating well and which I'd never have done and getting into a routine of like going for a run in the morning and just doing you know doing my five miles and then coming in and having a shower and it's it's there's something really reassuring about having that routine which is you know creative theatre creatures we've never really had and I'm trying to you know I'm trying to keep that at the back of my mind and remind everybody that this is horrible and it, it's impossible and it's dull and it's boring but we have to take all of the the kind of valuable lessons from this that we can so that and hopefully that when it's all over some of them will remain and you we will hold on to some of them um which will hopefully make us better more effective well-rounded people i hope i yes. think that's quite a good yes. one to leave on isn't it i think that's brilliant <laughs> i think that's brilliant i think also you know just just to sort of cap finish it off the uh you know the whole be kind thing on social media that started yeah. actually before this one of the things that has occurred to me in the last few days is it's very easy to condemn other people who you whose actions you disapprove of and yeah. there are people who are panicked buying because they are frightened there are people who don't seem to be able to hoist in the full enormity of what isolation etc or quarantine yeah. really means yeah and i think that one of the things that we as we move through the stages of grieving which is what we're going through we've we've we've, have, we've been in shock we're currently sort of in anger a lot of us yeah. then we will feel sad and then we'll pick ourselves up and get on with it and yeah, part of that being kind even in these extraordinary circumstances i completely agree 
I completely agree. And just remember that it's in these times that we show what we're made of, you know, and yeah. it, it's the time to show the world that what you can bring and what you, and that we're grateful for all of the things that we have, right? Yes, yes. There's a lovely, deep, profound note to leave it on, isn't it? Lovely. <laughs> Thank you so much, Paul. Absolutely no, my pleasure. Look after to you. yourself. Thank you. You've been listening to Creatives Going Viral, an emergency podcast series giving you hope and help. Tell your friends about us. Tell them to subscribe. Tell everyone to email us, creativesgoingviral at gmail.com. Subscribe to our feed for more episodes. Find us on Twitter, Creatives Going. Find us on Facebook, Creatives Going Viral. Spread the word, not the virus. Thank you.